You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Well, welcome back to another exciting adventure with us on the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and I am hanging out with my super cool friend, Look at me switching it super up. Super cool. I'm not lovely and talented today. You are usually lovely and talented. Today, today you're super cool today I'm and super fun. Cool. And we share weirdness together. <laughs> that we definitely Amanda do. Amanda McEwen. Hello. Greetings. Greetings and salutations. Yes, Another yes. 80s reference just for uh, the Heathers fans out there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But so I'm going to jump right into it. Go. I, I'm so, so today, excited. We are talking about releasing judgment and being open minded. And I think we have to start with something that happened this week that was a bit of a, a controversy. Okay. Had a lot of passionate people on both sides of this thing that happened. You, you came out this week as a person who doesn't like avocados. And I have never seen so much commentary on a social media post <laughs> as the people that either sided with you and said, I've never been able to talk to this. I don't about this. I don't like avocados either. Or the people like me that were slightly offended. And how could you not I like know. such deliciousness? It was it was a really big step for me to put it out there. It's like, very brave. I felt brave as I was typing it. I feel like I'm. I broke a little sweat, uh, you know, know, above my brow. I was like, okay, here it comes. <laughs> I wrote, I strongly dislike avocados, and then I said, am I the only one? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people said, yes. <laughs> yes. There were people, I think, that were threatening to disown you. Yes. And that I'm, honestly, that was my first thought. It's oh, like, yeah. how, can, how can we be friends anymore? Other than the fact that you and I are complete opposites in everything already. So it made so sense. So it wasn't very surprising. <laughs> but, I mean, I kept checking in throughout the week because there was so much activity. I think in one day there were like 82 comments yeah. on that yeah. one thread. It was people feel very strongly for or against avocados. I couldn't believe it. Like so. it was, it was incredible. <laughs> and um, I will say, uh, I, I was, I knew that there was the opportunity for me to possibly lose some friends <laughs> over it. But it seems like my bonds they run deep, and and people came through for me. They were like, "Hey, Melissa, this really does make me take a step back and reevaluate a few things." But I think we'll still be able to be friends. And I was like, I know. it's a good thing. I, I imagine that after you clicked publish or whatever button, you kind yeah. of sat back and what did I do? Yeah. But it was it was very brave. Thank you. you. Know? Well, that was me being true to myself. It's and I needed to just let people know why I always stay on the side of the table where the salsa is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never on no the guac. guacamole near you. I'm not on the guac side ever. <laughs> and I'm always like, people are always like, oh, yeah, the guac's great. And you know what I always say? I'm sure it is. Uh -huh. But, you know, so. it works because then when you're opposites, like you and I, I will happily sit on the guac side and hey. take it away from you. I could eat avocado. I pretty much do eat avocado every day. So anyhow, the whole episode is not about avocados, but it was just funny because we were saying, okay, well, the topic this week is going to be about releasing judgment. And that was just one of those things to where so much in life is subjective. Yeah. So there is no right or wrong at all. You 
hate avocados. I don't hate. Okay, I you strongly, strongly dislike, dislike avocados. Hate is too strong of a word. I love avocados. I'm not right or wrong. Yes. You're not right or wrong. Right. It's just what is. I appreciate I, the fact that they're a superfood. <laughs> I appreciate the color of green they are. Um, I just don't <laughs> want to eat them. They're slimy and they're weird. And I don't even like the way they smell. Do but they really have a smell? They, they do. Okay. Well, Check it out next time. Anyhow. But anyway, I mean, I, I can sit back and, and be in awe of the perfectness of what an avocado is. It's just not palatable for me. And that and is completely okay. Thank you. Ugh. And it's not my place to judge you for whether you like a fruit or dislike a fruit. And it's right. kind of weird that an avocado is a fruit to begin with. So that's a whole it other. Is. Like it's not... It doesn't really feel like it belongs in that family. It could but, be an episode just within itself. <laughs> right. So, But, you know, it's the, kind of the point is that as humans, we're very quick to put our own feelings and attachments and beliefs and expect everybody else to feel or believe the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what gets people in trouble, whether it's in life, whether it's business, relationships, all of that. It's more... I feel this way, so I just assume that everybody else feels this way. Right. And when they don't, we're very quick to assign a negative attachment to that. Like, oh, well, that's why people like to debate a lot. And, you know, it gets that idea that somebody wants to be right when there's an issue that you can't be right or wrong. It's what you like, what you don't like. It's completely subjective. And that's what makes the world so interesting and life so interesting is uh, variety is the spice of life. And if we all liked the same thing or we all saw things the same way, oh, it'd be pretty underwhelming. It'd be know? very underwhelming. Yeah. yeah so, like that. yeah. And I mean, I was thinking about the word judgment and judgmental when you mentioned that as a possible topic to talk about. And I mean, I think using your judgment, I mean, there's their positive uh, ways to look at that word. And then there's the negative connotation as well. But I mean, you want to use your judgment in life as far as, um, you're using your judgment can save your life. You know, right. I mean, you, you yeah. have, you have judgment there to let you know you're safe, let you know you're okay, that things are good and to let you know things are not so good or about to become not so good. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, your judgment has a, a, a really important part in your life. It plays a really important role in your decision-making. But I think when, when you're referring to judgment in this capacity, it's more on the just preferences, you know, the likes, the dislikes. Um, and the other way you can look at judgment is, you know, your decision-making mm -hmm. ability for yourself, you know? Um, so, I, I think that there's some fun topics, there's some fun um, conversations to be had about both, you know? Right, yeah. So, but yeah, I think uh, for me personally, I try my best to be non-judgmental and be very open-minded mm -hmm. and accepting of other people because, um, man, you know, I've met so many people over the course of my life who've impacted me and shaped, I think, my belief system mm -hmm. and who I am in such a profound way. And I'm so thankful for all of the different ideas and, um, you know, just angles and ways of looking at things. So um, sometimes when someone says something as shocking as they don't like avocados, <laughs> step back a second before you have a reaction to it and really like 
take it in, right? Let well, it set with you for a moment. And I, th I think most of us, we do have. I mean, they, there's a t term for it. We have snap judgments. Yeah. It's that instant, that first thought. But the important thing for me is, I always want to know why. Where is this person coming from? Yeah. And may, because maybe that can expand my own belief, or maybe it just firms up what my belief already is. But yeah. I like to, and it's automatically I give people the benefit of the doubt yeah. where I've seen a lot and maybe it's just recently I don't know but it feels like people jump to the negative conclusion right away yeah and I, I don't really understand that I mean I have a curiosity and I won't debate a topic like unless I, I feel that I'm educated you know and I, I have a lot of details I don't want to force my opinion on anybody else yeah, but I do want to know yeah. why you feel so strongly about something. And yeah. it, the two topics that you know people love to debate, it's always politics and religion. Right. I won't get into any of that. And sometimes that's all people want is want you to engage in an argument. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I wanna know why you feel differently from me. I don't wanna change your mind, right. you know, but I want to, it's that having an open conversation, help me understand where you're coming from and then just listen to what I have to say and maybe understand, maybe we can meet in the middle somewhere. Right. Well. I think sometimes it's it's people want to they want the same outcome they just have different ideas of how to get there. I mean mm -hmm. that that seems to be the case that I've seen a lot in you know political debates and conversations is uh, everyone has a different idea of the quote unquote right way to do things mm -hmm. and um, you know for me I, I'm not well researched. I'm not a person that has a lot of uh, opinions and, and data and stuff to, <laughs> to, to debate. You will not get a debate out of me whatsoever on those topics. But if you want to talk to me about different shades of pink, I'm in. Nobody wants to talk to you if about you, different can shades I, of pink. Can I, can, I, can I just mention, I just want to say one thing that this speaking of judgmental and judgment, I want to say that in my opinion, I have found the absolute perfect shirt of all time. The one that I'm wearing right now is hands down my favorite shirt of all time. And I'd like to go. tell you the qualities that make up my shirt <laughs> and why do. it's so great. Please tell me about the Number loveliness. one, it's yellow. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> it has pops of a very fun, hot pinky kind of, I don't even know, it's almost like a coral. And it's got little pops of sequins on these little flowers. And I mean, the fact that it, it cinches at the waist, it plays to my, one of my strengths, one of my, my parts of my body I like, okay. Um, it has a really nice neckline. And I mean, it's got all of the, the you know, attributes that I want in a perfect shirt. And mm -hmm. it's soft. There you go. And it's machine washable, mm -hmm. air dry only. I'm just saying, <laughs> this, my friends, yeah. it's a perfect shirt. And that's a perfect example of how different people have different ideas of what is perfect and what is not. That I agree, that is a perfect shirt for you. Thank you. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even get me to try that shirt on. I can tell me. you of all the reasons why I can't wear yellow. <laughs> I don't want neon pink or sequins or, you know. Or both of them together. Yeah. Like it's. On a flower. On that's a, what they yes, are. None of that. <laughs> none of that is perfection for me. And that is perfectly okay. It is. And that, you know, is, is, it's a big part of that. It's 
you know, understanding that we don't all want the same things. Right. So what is perfection to me or what is success to me or, you know, what constitutes a good day or fun or any of that, it might not be the same as you. So then when we've talked about the comparison trap and not worrying so much about what other people are doing, we're all chasing different, different things. Some people want money or things. Some people want experiences. Some people want time with friends and family. Like there's so many different things and it's very easy to judge others. And this happens to me all the time. I've talked about it. I, I don't want kids. I've never wanted kids. I get judged very harshly from that. People are coming around. It's changed a lot in recent years and more and more people are not wanting kids. There was just a debate in my uh, Pilates class this week that, you know, was one of the instructors was trying to figure out her question was how, you know, like when you have a kid, you automatically have to become selfless. And she said, so for me, who doesn't want kids, how do I become selfless without having a kid? And that's how, how all of this started. But, you know, and it got me to thinking, you know, I have a, a friend that I, you know, I've known since high school and she has a ton of kids and she always judges me in that, you know, even though she, her life is very fulfilled with her family. It's what she wanted. It's what she's happy with. She doesn't maybe have, she doesn't get to travel or go do a lot of things, but she has that family. And I think that's great. But she looks at me and she's actually used the word pity before because obviously my life must not be fulfilled because I don't have kids. And that just makes me laugh because I get to travel the world and I get to, you know, I have this freedom from not having kids that allows me to do the things that are important to me. And I think both of our lives can be equally as successful. There, there's not one is better than the other. It's just what's right for her is not what's right for me and vice versa. Absolutely. <clears throat> and it's, knowing what's right for you and embracing what's right for you. Mm -hmm. um, I know like my uh, my brothers and sisters, there's five of us, and um, I think, am I the only one that doesn't have kids? <laughs> Never stop to think about it. Hold, please. <laughs> yeah. So I have my beautiful stepdaughter, Abby, mm -hmm. um, but it's one of those things where I chose to not uh, have children also. And um, for me, a lot of it had to do with my health and medical things. The two bouts with cancer um, definitely impacted that for me. But um, I, I feel like I get to be maternal in so many other ways. I know mm -hmm. being maternal is a really big part of me. And I always say my 100 voiceover students or whatever, I have 100 babies or whatever. I think it's more than that now. But They, they um, do call you Mama V.O. They do call so. me Mama V.O. <laughs> so I definitely get to, uh, you know, flex that muscle of, of being a, a, a mama, if you would, <laughs> in a different kind of way. But, but you know, we all have different dreams and different things that, that fulfill us and make us feel good. And, um, you know, it, it is interesting that some people assume that if you don't have the same thing they have, that you're somehow missing out right. or you're somehow super unhappy mm -hmm. or you're, you're, you have a huge void in your life oh, yeah. because that just demonstrates how huge that that thing that they're talking about mm -hmm. is to them. Right. So, um, and I, I've told you on this before, we've talked about it. People get very upset that I don't drink. Yeah. And so that automatically makes me boring or, you know, I need to loosen up and have fun. I don't dance either. You know, I'm just not, I like to watch other people. It's fine, but yeah. it's not a thing that I do, but because it's such a big part of 
most people, most people love to go out and have drinks and I can go hang out with them and drink my water and have just as much fun and then feel great the next day. Yes. And that works for me. But <clears throat> sometimes, especially when I was younger, it really bothered people. And it's like, well, why, why aren't you drinking? It's like, right. I don't want to. It, it's, it's that simple. But I always felt that I had to justify it somehow because I'm not in the norm here. So obviously... You yeah. know, I, I have to explain why I don't want to join in. Yeah. And now I don't care. I know. Well, when I was the same way too when I was younger, I always felt like almost like I needed to apologize or whatever mm-hmm. that I wasn't drink. I've never been a big drinker. I, I'll have my like one or two margaritas a year and I'm like. Or the eggnog at the holiday party. Um, you really liked that eggnog. <laughs> eggnog brings out a special part of me and uh, it was a lot of fun. And it doesn't take much eggnog because no. I don't drink very often. It's like I'm a total lightweight. But you know, I, I do enjoy an, an occasional social drink, but for me, it's like, I don't like the way I feel the very next day. Um, I actually think I have an allergy to like the preservatives and stuff mm-hmm. in alcohol because it does make me feel really sick and, and bad even right after I've had it. So for me, it's just, it's just, it's not worth it. The, right. the way I'm going to feel is not worth it. And so it's rare that I decide to partake. And I do really love red wine. Mm-hmm. And I do like to drink some red wine with my dad when I'm back home in Illinois. That's something we share together. But there are times I drink one glass, and I mean, it makes me so sick oh. because of the so whatever the tannins or the preservatives mm-hmm. in it. And other times I can have one or two glasses, and I'm like, whoopee, what kind of <laughs> wine is this, Dad? This is amazing. So I have to like make a little note to myself the ones I can drink. But um, but yeah, but it's it's one of those things. Be true to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not into drinking, you're not into you know whatever. I used to feel weird about saying, oh no, I'm not really, I'm not really drinking. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. And people are, why right. are you pregnant? Right. Why are you, did you used to have a problem it with it? You know, those are the always two. one of the two. <laughs> right. Always. No, there I just. There can't be any other reason no, why. No, it's so funny. Again, another judgment right. that a lot of people want to assume. And it's just that you're not into mm-hmm. it, yeah. you know? And and I'm used to taking care of everybody. I'm always the like, you know, DD. I know you right. are too. But that's why I'm so glad that things like Uber and Lyft exist now I know. because I don't have to, you know, I, I got to a point where I stopped being that because yeah, I didn't want to stay out until two or 3 a.m. and drive people home. Now, yeah. you know, it's, and I always did it because I wanted to make sure people were safe. Yeah. And now it's so easy to be safe, you know, you just get a ride and it's, it's fine. So I've opted out. Plus, I mean, like I'm old, so, you know, I'm usually asleep by the time people are just going out to start, start the night. So, yep. you know, they, they know better now than to include me in that. <laughs> but, but really, you know, my, my point is always that it's the assigning negative traits to people who are different. That's yeah. the part that really drives me crazy. And I, you know, I know that my brain works differently than a lot. I'm not very emotional. I always have the more logical, analytical approach to things. And that has been a big strength for me. But it's really hard when dealing with people who are emotional because my commentary sometimes might come across as cold or heartless or, you know, all of those things, which I I always hope that people give me the benefit of the doubt. And instead of saying, well, you're reacting differently than I would, so you're obviously what I insert negative trait here. Right. And I, I appreciate when people 
you know, think, okay, well, she's coming from a different point of view. Maybe, you know, I, I could learn something from that or gain a, a different perspective. That's what I always try to offer. It's different perspective. Because yeah. a lot of times when you're in the midst of something, especially like a, you know, a deep, heavy situation, like even when you had were having your surgery and it was what, like a week after I started working with the studio and then you were going to be out of commission. Everybody else was sending you flowers and doing all the things, and I think those are great gestures. I knew you didn't need any more flowers. You needed somebody that was going to make sure that your business was running. Right. That was my way of contributing. That, that was my flowers. Absolutely. You know? And, and it, it doesn't mean that I didn't care or oh, that I yeah. wasn't thoughtful and think, oh, I better send no. her. It was more, no. you're getting all of this from everyone else. Let me do the thing that's different. Right. Well, I think sometimes, um, like, to kind of speak to that, People oftentimes in that situation, they think, well, what am I, quote unquote, supposed to do? Mm -hmm. So they'll do the thing that they've always known is the right thing to do or what maybe the the way they were raised or the, you know, I know my my family, they're huge on, they love to send flowers. They send flowers for all kinds of things. (laughs) And and I love to receive them. I really do. But your flowers that you, you know, uh, shared with me (laughs) were very uh, much needed and appreciated. They smelled great. They lasted a lot longer. Wow. Um, Yeah, I didn't even have to change the water. (laughs) And and they never die. (laughs) Right. They never never die. They just keep on blossoming. (laughs) So it's a beautiful thing. But, um, you know, it's a a really good point is, you know, we we learn from one another. We learn from everyone's perspective and everyone's point of view if we approach things with an open mind. So it's when you're closed off and you're quick to judge Mm -hmm. and you shut something down before you give yourself that opportunity to kind of look at it and say, huh, well, can I look at this from a different vantage point? Can I look at this from a different place? And that's how you learn and you grow, I think, is just by expanding your mind and, and looking at the world the way other people look at it. Because especially with social media today, that's one very positive thing I think about social media is so many people are sharing so many ideas and, you know, perspectives. You can, you can see a pit, one picture, one mm-hmm. picture and have so many different people, you know, seeing different things and yeah. feeling different things about it. And, um, it's, it's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, before you shut somebody else's, you know, judgment or opinion or view down, step back and look at it and see mm-hmm. see how it looks from where they're standing. Yeah, I remember when I was in my early 20s, at a, I was in a job interview when I first came back to Vegas. And one of the questions that the, the owner had asked me, <clears throat> it seemed kind of odd at the time. He was, you know, how would you react in this situation? And it's basically, you know, like you're walking down the street and somebody else comes running past you, like, you know, knocks you over and then just gets up and keeps going. You know, doesn't even stop to say, you know, I'm sorry, just keeps going. Like, how do you react? And I said, I don't have enough information. And, you know, and he kind of stopped and he smiled. And it was like, well, I, I don't know what's happening in that person's personal life. Like maybe his wife's in the hospital and he needs to get somewhere really fast. Doesn't have time to stop and check if I'm okay. Doesn't mean he's rude or any of the other things. I just, I don't know what that situation is. And he's like, you know, you, you, that's exactly what I was looking for. And he, like, even at that age, I just had that perspective. That's and it's really why good. I don't get the road rage or, you know, I get frustrated, but I'm not going to just assume the worst in people. You know, I just, I want to, I want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. And yeah. if they act poorly, I, you know, 
I don't really take it personally. I don't think it's about me. I want to think, you know, that person is going through something in his or her life that I'm not aware of. And sometimes even with your closest friends, we don't know what's going on behind the surface. And if you have somebody that is normally acts one way and then suddenly maybe he or she snaps at you for no reason, maybe instead of getting all upset and starting a fight over it, give them a little bit of credit and think, I wonder what's going on. Like, let's, let's, let's talk, you know, let's figure it out instead of automatically assigning negativity. Right. That's absolutely. And making it about you. Right. You know, a lot of people make it about themselves. Yeah. As opposed to being able to say, let me see what's going on with that other person Mm -hmm. and what's going on behind closed doors. Uh, on the same subject of, of judgment, um, how can, how can being judgmental be, uh, you know, a positive, you know, um, or using judgment be a positive? Can you think of any examples? Well, I think about that. It's knowing yourself really well mm-hmm. to be able to use your own judgment to decide if something is right or wrong for you. Mm-hmm. Again, not for everybody, but just for you. As a business owner, you have to have that. You have to be able to take all the information and make decisions for yourself and it can't always be what everybody else thinks. And that's, mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about instinct and how that comes into play. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make the different choice to set yourself apart. And it's, there are, you know, it's easy to say, okay, well, this method is proven. You know, so many people do things this way. This is a way that works. And everybody might tell you, but if your gut is saying, you know, but I want to do things just a little bit different. Yeah. A lot of great things happen from thinking outside the box and not just going the safe route. Yeah, because it's like if if you always do everything the way that it's always been done, you're going to get the exact same result as everyone else. So uh, having the courage to do things differently and using your own judgment and your own unique uh, perspective on something to shape Mm -hmm. something the way you see it to work to be better, um, not only will benefit you, but it'll probably benefit a lot of other people. And uh, it just, it was just somebody having to take that risk Mm -hmm. or taking that chance. I know in my voiceover career, I've done a lot of things differently than uh, was traditionally advised Mm -hmm. to do. And I feel like it served me very well throughout my voiceover career, making some of the unpopular decisions, you know, going it alone early on in my career without any agents, for example. That was a big one for me, was building all my clients myself. Um, And everyone was like, well, you have to have an agent. And I was like, (laughs) why? And then um, because most people don't have the uh, courage to go out and Mm -hmm. go after their own clients, um, it, it's scary because, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's really easy to, to sit in the safety and the comfort of your own home or your own mind and cast judgment mm-hmm. on people who are building businesses and the way that they're going about doing it, the choice making that they're making. But you got to say, they're making decisions. Mm-hmm. They're doing it, you know, and it's, it's, they're not just sitting at home thinking about it and daydreaming and pondering. <laughs> they're going for it. And you know what? Maybe it's sloppy. Maybe it's getting ugly and make, they're making lots of mistakes, but at least they're out there doing it and they're yeah. making, they're, they're finding their way through. I've definitely mm-hmm. made mistakes along mm-hmm. the way, but I've grown so much from the, 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 
the good decisions that I've made and the ones where I was like, well, that was not the best way to go. But hey, at least I did it. So judgment for me regarding business is uh, I do trust my gut. And I, we talk a lot about that in our podcast. But um, definitely... I, d- I do trust my gut a lot, my instincts regarding people, regarding situations. I, I really, I'll feel it in my body yeah. a certain way. And sometimes I'll say, mm, I'm going to sleep on this for a day or two and just make sure that I'm not being emotional yeah. about it. Um, because sometimes if I'm in a bad mood or I'm, I'm, in a, I'm hungry or <laughs> I know you don't know what that's all about. You're never hungry because you're well, always I mean, like. <laughs> I, I don't ever forget to eat. But, uh, but, yeah. but if I'm having or maybe I'm just having a rough day where I'm, I'm really stressed and I'm, I'm trying to do too much. And then that's not a really good time for me to make a really good decision uh, to have to trust my judgment in that moment. Yeah. I have the judgment in my within myself to say, Hey, Melissa Motes, maybe just check yourself, mm-hmm. wait a day or two, really think and feel through that and see how you're feeling tomorrow. Um, another thing about judgment is having a few really close confidants, people who know you really, really well, mm-hmm. um, to sometimes bounce stuff off of because we've all got a really uh, – well, hopefully, we've all got a really tight, good circle of people we can <clears throat> trust. Maybe that's certain family members in your life. Maybe it's uh, some of your working, you know, f- peer friends. Um, but it's important to have people, I think, that you really do trust if you're making a really big decision. To trust your gut, but then to bounce it off of them saying, you know me really well. Mm-hmm. You you know where I'm usually coming from, and I'm thinking about this decision what, what do you think? Uh, I, I personally have really made some great decisions with, you know, with good counsel. You right. know? <laughs> really, you, you sometimes need that other perspective because mm-hmm. we get stuck in our heads, you know, and we're very singularly focused because we feel the way that we feel. Right. So sometimes it's very helpful to get a fresh perspective on whatever it might be. Just, just to, like you said, to bounce ideas off of, see if it affirms what you're thinking, or maybe they bring up a point that you hadn't thought about. Yeah. I think that the judgment becomes important in relationships, whether they're business, client, vendors, you know, personal, whatever that could be, you know, a thing that has come up a lot in some of these, you know, the, like the entrepreneurs that I work with, you know, is when do I end a relationship with a client? Mm. You know, it's like they, maybe it's somebody that was hired on retainer and, you know, so they're providing these services and they're independent contractors, but the person who hired them thinks that they can micromanage and, and decide when these people are working. And it's like, that's not how freelance works. You don't get to decide. You can't just call. It doesn't mean that you own that person. Right. And a big part of, of my training with them is you have to set boundaries, mm-hmm. even as specific as put your business hours in your contract, make them, a, make them sign a contract. A lot of people aren't doing that, but you know, it's to, to get, you know, the expectations managed and all of that. And if somebody doesn't, that hires you, doesn't trust you and is micromanaging and every time the phone rings or you see that name pop up in your email, you get that, that cringe, let it go. It's not worth keeping yeah. that business <clears throat> that makes you feel that way. And I've had that, you know, I've, I've had bosses when that number showed up on my phone and it was just like, you know, you have to take a deep breath and mentally prepare to answer it. Mm-hmm. I won't, I won't do it anymore. And yeah. sometimes that comes from 
again, don't not placing judgment on the other person, but just deciding, you know, this working relationship is not the right fit for me, yeah. or I'm not the right fit for you. You know, you can yeah. end it respectfully and professionally, yeah. but it's knowing yourself and how you want your business to go. And sometimes different people, you, it just doesn't align. And it's it doesn't true. mean that they're bad people. It doesn't mean that they're bad business owners. It's just different. Yeah. And it's okay to You say, can end a relationship cleanly. And I always call it, you know, just bless and release. It's like, yep. it's like wish them all good things and, and release them. And it just, it, it's, it's just not a good fit for you. And I know for me, some of my bad judgment calls along the way, some of the things that I've, you know, um, misjudged or maybe I've misjudged people. Uh, I, I thought that they were going to work really well on my team or, um, you know, I thought that they would be a good person to collaborate with on a creative project. And for whatever reason, I've learned that, that I was incorrect in my judgment. Oh, I've, I've been there. They're, right. <laughs> we know I've um, been there. <laughs> it, it's hard sometimes to, to really look at it uh, because you can, you build a relationship mm -hmm. with people sometimes and you start to feel like, uh, you know, a, a closeness with them and you have to look at it and say, okay, when you're going to make a decision that they're not the person to be working with, um, you have to set your feelings aside sometimes yeah. and just go, Ooh, it's hard. It's really hard to do, yeah. but you have to put your feelings aside and go, okay, this is not working and this is why this isn't working. Mm -hmm. And again, it doesn't have to be ugly or negative or, or drawn out. It can be very clean, but you can just let that person know that it's just not working and yeah. wish them the best and hope that they receive it in that same way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but you're not saying like, oh, you're a bad person. I right. don't want to work with you. You're just saying, you know, this, this isn't working. This might not be the right fit. Right. You know, that's, those are really good words to use too, is just, this isn't, a, you know, I, I, I'm finding that this isn't a good fit for mm -hmm. us or uh, this isn't working. Um, you know, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. It's, but sometimes priorities change. Yeah. And sometimes somebody, you know, that you, and, and it's, it's always interesting when you think you know somebody because you're friends, but knowing somebody's personality and then also knowing their working style sometimes Very can different. be completely different. And I've yeah. done that before where, you know, I've hired somebody who is a friend and it turned out to be a disaster. And yes. I just thought, nope, not doing that again. Yeah. Oh, again, sounded again. really funny. I know. I don't know. I don't you know went somewhere. <laughs> some dialect came through that was very some interesting. Like, some of my inner ancestors an were <laughs> not to say hello. It was an undefined <laughs> Undefined. Uh, you know, it's from the way back. I, I love it. No, but, go ahead. I was. <laughs> but it's it's just that thing. It's you know, it, sometimes you're surprised in a good way, and sometimes you're surprised in a bad way. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's important. I think sometimes you give people a chance. But even, you know, I think to personal relationships, and I always get really nervous when, when people say like, oh, I'm getting married and they've never lived together before. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think you really know <laughs> what you're getting into until you, live with until somebody. you cohabitate. Like it's, yeah. you know, you get to know those daily habits and maybe somebody's messy and, you know, maybe they're making the effort when you're not there all the time. And then suddenly and they're like, it's a person who leaves cabinets open all the time or doesn't turn yeah. off light, you know, little things, yeah. sometimes big things though. And I oh, think, yeah. you know, that happens in business too, that suddenly now you're 
working every day with somebody or maybe not every day, but a lot more regularly. Yeah. And you get to find out what's kind of behind the curtain. Well, (laughs) for me on the topic of working with friends and this whole judgment thing is, uh, Sometimes this this was my one of my big surprises as a business owner. There have been times that I've worked with friends, and it's been great. And there have been other times because this was my thought: Well, man, if I'm going to be working with this person and they're a really good friend, they're going to have my back, and they're going to work so much harder for for me with me, you know, on my team than anyone else because they're my friend and they genuinely care about me. And right? then did you find out it was the complete opposite and they so, took advantage of the fact that you were their friend? Because there's that other school <laughs> of thought that someone's like, well, that person's my friend. So of course they're not going to want me to work as hard as if mm-hmm. we were working to, if I was working for someone else. That's just Melissa. So, That's right. Nice. Melissa's so nice. Yeah. She's easy going. Mm-hmm. Melissa's nice, but <laughs> Mel- I, well, Melissa knows how to put her foot down. Like, don't, don't let the, uh, you know, the niceness fool you. She is a very smart and astute business owner. Thank you. And you are very kind. Thank and you. when you have to make that decision, you do it in a way that's very respectful and professional. Thank you. I do my best. And I mean, I've learned. I've learned along the way. I've grown. I do. My my father, my dad, he's a business owner. And I really look up to him a lot, not only as my dad, but as a mentor. And I go to him often for you know business pointers and advice and different situations that pop up. But one big one for me regarding judgment is a lot of people misjudge me because they mm-hmm. think because I'm nice yep. and because I'm kind that I must be weak. Yeah. Oh, you're and, definitely a pushover because yeah. you can't be nice and firm about how you want your business to run. Right. It, it, it's so you, silly to me. You, you can be very nice. <laughs> yeah. You can be very kind. Those things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> but, but you can also be very strong and you can be very um, uh, clear on where you're driving your where your bus is headed. <laughs> where your bus is headed. Yeah, it's a yes. VW bus. Mm-hmm. It's one I, I want to get a VW bus, by the way, when they come out. They're coming Are out with like an electric toasters? they're coming out with an electric version, oh, an electric geez. bus. <laughs> I want to get a lime green one. Of course. I do. Of course you need I do. a lime green VW. I want a lime bus. green VW electric <laughs> bus. And I am driving that bus. Yeah, you are. Like a boss. <laughs> let me tell you what. I'm going to be wearing some, like, I can already see myself with, like, a shirt with a big peace sign on it with pink flowers. And, you know, I'm going to have those little cute John Lennon glasses. And I'm going to be like, hey, Amanda McEwen, let's take the Womanpreneur podcast on the road. It is the 50th anniversary of Woodstock this year. So I yes. think you're channeling your, your inner hippie right now. Perfect timing. Like, Don't judge me. Right. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> yep. I love love that that, that makes in, me happy as it should i can and i can absolutely see that happening mm-hmm. and i would like to be a passenger in that van i know a bus sorry not My, not a van it's not it's a, a van it's a bus it's very it's, important it's fine yeah. but where i was headed was uh don't always not don't always don't not that you do this but just <laughs> for our for our, our our viewers for our listeners um you know i think it's important to remember that you know, the people you interact with who are kind and who are nice mm-hmm. aren't necessarily going to be a pushover. And I bet you there are listeners right now shaking their head and saying, yep, yep I've been there. <laughs> I know exactly what you're uh-huh. talking about. And, you know, we'd love to hear, you know, your your uh, journey. You know, what are, th- what are things that maybe you've been in um, 
what am I trying to say? What are situations you've been in before where, you know, maybe you feel like you were misjudged or you misjudged a situation or a person and what did you learn from it? How did you grow? Because that's what happens when you misjudge or, yeah. you know, you are, are on the receiving end of that. Hopefully growth happens. You hope so. And, and again, it's, you know, why I think being open-minded is so important and, and not assigning judgments to people who didn't earn it, if that makes sense. Because a lot of times we're burned by one person and then it's easy to assume that now everybody's going to do that. You put it all in like right. one category. You know, your, yeah. your boyfriend cheated on you, so all men are cheaters. And you kind of, and it's it's hard, you know, when something bad happens to you, you carry that with you. It's very hard to release that it and is. not be a little more closed off or a little more, you know, I better be careful about this. But I think it's really important to understand that that person did not do that thing to you. Right. It one, that was one specific person. And maybe it opens you up to signs, to red flags. Maybe you start, you know, you, you become more observant and more aware. Learn from it. Exactly. But don't hold other people accountable for what somebody else did. Right. You know, otherwise you're you're never going to trust anybody. You're never going to get all the goodness that people have because you're, you're looking. And I think when you search and you you have it in your head that this is going to happen to you, you you create that because you look for it. And then you're only, you will find it. Exactly. So instead just be open-minded and give people the benefit of the doubt and think, you know what? This person is brand new in my life. I am good. They start with a clean slate. They might have a past to me. And, and I'm one of those people. I don't think your, your past defines who you are today. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to know your journey and how you got to be where you are. But I don't think that something that you did, in, like, you know, in your early 20s, and if you're 40 now, you know, it's all part of shaping you. But yeah. I want to know who you are today. That's the version of you that I get to know. Yeah. So I want to know how that everything else shaped you. But it, there's mistakes there. There's Absolutely. flaws there in everybody. Yeah. And so I would rather get to know who you are now. And that's that's your clean slate. Show, show me who you are today. That's what I'm interested in. Absolutely. And hopefully every day we're becoming a little bit stronger and better version of who we were yesterday. We hope that's, so. That's always my goal. Every day when I wake up, I just want to I just want another chance to do it right, to do it better. When the you little know? cartoon birds are chirping around your yeah. room like when I, I wake because up because I feel like you wake up and then the bird it, I see a Disney scene. It's pretty much yeah. what happens. Squirrels Hearts, are like opening like, the yeah. curtains and like it's it's so weird. It's like you've been to my house. It's it's like hearts start coming out of my body, like little cartoon hearts. And with and the exception that you have told me that you're crabby in the morning because you haven't had coffee yet. I was so gonna, this all starts happening with my first sip, right? And then the animals come out. And I there's, don't. There's a great meme I found. Well, people send me great coffee memes all the time, and I love them all so much. But there was one about it was like this, this cute little like little monkey, and he has this expression on his face, and he's drinking his first sip of coffee and it's like ah the way I feel when the first drop of coffee hits my soul (laughs) and I was like yes I can relate it's such a good feeling but but you know it works for you yeah whatever Uh, works I think I don't share in the coffee but I don't judge you for your for your love of it I know and I I brought you your weird green tea with your weird powder in it today you did and I I didn't judge you even though I said it's weird it's just mysterious to me green it's fun. I texted Amanda on my way in and I'm like, hey girl, I'm stopping at, at Starbucks. Do you want me to get you your weird tea with your weird 
powder. <laughs> and I a had, weird magic powder. And I had to let you in on the secret of how to order it. And, I, I and hopefully it hasn't lost any of its luster. No, it felt, it felt still very, it was, it was my first time ordering tea. So it well, was weird. I'm glad you don't judge me for my green drink. I know it makes me love you self. more. It makes you. me love you more because you 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 do Amanda McEwen things. Yeah, you know. So. You do you. I do me. Isn't it ironic the card that I gave you today too, about with with about judgment today and and. She she gave me a card to thank me for my weirdness or our weirdness our mutual weirdness. But see that's the kind of thing that Melissa Mobs does. She just sees a card and she's like. I'm going to give you a card and say, I'm glad that we're opposites. Yeah. Who else gets a card saying right. thank you for being my counterpart? Yeah. I said to her today in, in the little card I wrote her, I said, we couldn't be more different. And I, and I love the magic of our friendship because of it. So I think if you can embrace the differences and uh, just love everybody for who they are and embrace them wholly as they are, even mm -hmm. with the things that you think are quote unquote faults they're not faults everybody is just perfectly awesome in who they are just just love them love them for who they are i personally love surrounding myself with people who are nothing like me mm -hmm. because i some of my favorite people in the world are people who have no filter the people that just say whatever they want to say with no regard like no care i'm in amazed the world. by people like that. i love being around those people. And I yeah. had one of my friends who his entire friend group is like that. Yeah. And he's like, how do you even hang out with us? It's like, because this is so much fun. And a lot of times I just sit back and observe and I'm like, oh, these people are wow. so great because they just don't care. I know. Or if they do care, they don't show it outwardly. And I, yeah. I love that because I am quiet and I don't, I don't speak up much and I'm very reserved. So, you know, I don't, you can't really put two quiet and reserved people in a room together because then they just sit and stare at each other. Right, it'd be and a so staring contest. What happens is if I'm in a room <laughs> with that person, then my I have to overly compensate, and my my social side comes out, and then by the end of that meeting, I'm exhausted. Yeah. So, you know, but I can make it work when I need to. Absolutely. So, well, yeah. embrace the differences, everybody, and when you find yourself judging someone else, uh, flex a new muscle, try a new exercise where you stop and you try to look at it from their point of view and ask yourself why. Where are they coming from? And just remember, it's probably not about you. Right. <laughs> yeah. And don't make it about you. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, an, that's, I think, a big takeaway from today. So it ain't about you, <laughs> even though we love you. But yes, we do. Just some food for thought. Thanks for watching and listening. And uh, put some love out there today. I'm going to high five myself because I know Amanda won't high five me. That was a solid one. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here in my perfect shirt. Enjoy. Thanks for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.